I got a Sherpa sweater today. It's so fucking soft. It's so soft and so good. Never going to change out of this one. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Hey, y'all. Oh. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. We fucked this up already. Uh, I'm Danica. And I'm Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Day Card Pod. I think we should just keep it in. Yeah, we gotta. <laughs> I, I think that describes today pretty perfectly for probably both of us. Yeah. We've both been kind of just like maybe metaphorically or realistically in the shitter today. It's yeah. hard to tell. Well, I did like definitely delay our recording because I was like, I have to go take a shit again. <laughs> and I was just like, I need a break from anything. <laughs> and then I... <laughs> Andrew, um, one of our listeners got us a couple of bottles of wine, I think, mm-hmm. that Jenna left over last night, and Andrew found them today, and Andrew did not have to work today, so Andrew has been just parading all over the house with Rosé, <laughs> bouncing his balls, like doing whatever the fuck men do when they have a day off, <laughs> distracting me literally every second of the day. Um, I love you, Andrew. This is revenge. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, thanks to the girls at Right Riesling for yes, Andrew Riesling. being day drunk. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, thank you for showing me my boyfriend's balls for the first time in a long time. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> hey, you know what else we got to do? Oh yeah, wait, we have to talk about the fucking Bachelorette do we Uh, why okay so we watched last night uh jenna came over to my house Mm -hmm. we watched together it was so sweet we have um a chair at the house that is a green throne chair which is the same as how it was at the old house somehow we keep getting green chairs for you just for my butt (laughs) these emerald thrones that you get to sit on um and fart into oh oh always Um, (laughs) always always far in and uh, yeah last night was actually last night was pretty fun it was like really fun I genuinely I I actually thought maybe I might cry at one point just because of like we're we're doing it it's back like it felt so uh, there was like a moment of the old life a little bit you know and obviously everything has changed in so many ways but I was just like this feels like an old slice of life and it was it was really great and then also you know still uh, I mean it's the bachelorette so (laughs) you love to hate it but yeah we had a good time because we also were playing bingo shout out to the final rose bingo and honestly I probably would have cried because I was gonna win and then Danica made me lose I don't even remember like I was I woke up this morning and I was like why did I say that Jenna cheated and I couldn't remember. So I was probably lying. Yeah, uh, probably. I'm just a really poor loser. <laughs> yeah, I, I did win like five times. So <laughs> I mean. that's true. You're right. You would have actually eventually won on your card because you did have like three or four bingos, but that was a fucking travesty. Way to minimize my accomplishments. Yeah. I think it was more than that. But oh, it was super fun. Um and I think this season is going to be really interesting. <laughs> you think? So <laughs> let's get started, shall we? <laughs> you think? You think? 
<laughs> All right. So here we are. It's Clacia 2020. Uh, where do we even begin? Okay, so Chris enters. It's so weird. I'm just. Uh, all it was very. So weird. It was so weird. He like all of a sudden he just like appears in his suit and tie in like the you know like the resort, and it's just the lighting is different. You know, like all the lighting was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was like the the. The ground was wrong. The flowers were wrong. I mean, it's fine. They're fine. But it just wasn't like, you know, what we're used to. And it was like a shock to my system. It's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Because um, they're not at the same place that we're used to them, like, entering into, first no. of all. They're, like, they're at La Quinta in La Quinta. The La Quinta <laughs> Resort in La Quinta, California. I don't even know if I'm saying any of this shit right. I'm just looking like a fucking dumbass here. No, I think that's but, it. But um, they, they start off the episode sort of just like calling Claire. Um, and they're like recording the moment that we find out that she's, or that she finds out that she's going to be the Bachelorette. And Chris is, he gives, Chris is like the king absolute king of backhanded compliments where he's like I find it only fair that we don't give up on you and it's just like what the f- <laughs> like Claire is like a beautiful like 39 year old woman did you know she's what? 39 what? I forgot oh, God. I don't know they didn't mention it every 30 fucking seconds on the show but like apparently once you know, in Bachelor Nation after you turn 24 you're a fucking hag Mm-hmm. and should go to hell and she's nearly twice that so <laughs> you know um yeah he's just like I find it only fair that we don't give up on you and I'm just like god please just do the obvious joke that's like I find it only clear that we don't give up on you and it sucks that I I'm the one that thought of that and I'm offended that the joke isn't included yeah I, I need to go to therapy <laughs> I just started therapy again, but it's group therapy. So I feel really uncomfortable talking about my um, issues with The Bachelor. Um, Cause I, I'm not <laughs> sure I can do it in front of those like three or four people who are sitting there in the Zoom chat call. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, yeah, Chris Harrison, this whole like, we, we, we aren't gonna give up on you. It's like, bitch, who do you think she is? She doesn't give up on anything. She's a fucking mm-hmm. fighter, man asshole i hate him so much and also like it's i don't know it was just like such an ugly look well you know what you want to talk about about ugly look the fact that they never even talked about benoit yeah that was really ugly which by the way we should talk about her journey so far on Mm -hmm. um the bachelor so claire has been claire's a veteran (laughs) i think she has like the same amount of appearances as Nick Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, maybe Chris uh what is ugly Chris's name I can't remember Bukoxy yeah (laughs) Chris Bukoxy um (laughs) and like just like maybe like a few other Dean maybe I think she wins I think she technically wins she wins now she wins now because now she was on the show four times before and now this is her fifth time. So she technically beats Nick. Oh. Yeah. Wow. 
So this bitch is desperate. Um, I love it. So am I. Um, so she was on, she started on um, Juan Pablo's season. Yeah, Juan Pablo's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just known as the only woman who spoke up about anything. <laughs> um, she's just like, no, you're an asshole. Um, then she was on a couple seasons of Paradise. The, the season that I remember of Paradise that she was on, she went on a date with Jared and Ashley. I was just like, who is this like old ass skank? Um, which is a super cool look for Ashley. I, who is normally so PC, <laughs> wonderful and not creepy or weird or jealous or possessive, or jealous, controlling, yeah. um, but it's cool because she fell in love with somebody who is uh, pretty passive. Um, <laughs> really cool. I love it. Cool person overall. And then she was in Bachelor Winter Games mm-hmm. where she dated that German guy that was basically <laughs> just like play a jacuzzi, um, which is the only joke Andrew and I know how to tell to each other. And we say it every night before we kiss and go to bed. Um, <laughs> And that's that's the only thing I can remember her being on. But yeah, like she um she basically like she leaves the show because Benoit can't handle her dating the other guy, which is totally fair. And then he proposes to her at the after the final ice storm. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he proposes to her there, and then they're engaged for like three or four months, and they break up. Um, and apparently they did film a segment with Benoit. He actually posted on his Instagram last night, hey, you're going to see this cool scene of her and I filming. And then like this morning he posted, I guess not. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Benoit is like the sweetest, hottest, dumbest guy mm-hmm. I think that has ever been on the show. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just so hot, but you can tell by the kind of glasses that he wears that he's like stupid hot. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I like you liked him though. Like you and I are like smart hot with our glasses. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can really tell. We're just trying to cover up as much of our ugly features as possible. That's how smart we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, now now Claire is like hosting her own season. Mm-hmm. And honestly, last night was pretty wonderful. Yeah, it was really pretty great. I really not much to to shit on, you know. We there's a couple fuck boys or piss piss kids and rat bags that we'll get to, but uh, for the most part, it's pretty um, just. I mean, just entertaining and like we get to see behind the scenes with the COVID stuff, which is like we've all been dying to see. I Danica can contest. I like the entire time like Chris Harrison comes through and he's like he walks up and he's like so coronavirus really has ruined everything and now it's let's check out how we do our show and I was just like so I was just like yeah yeah Chris let's fucking check out how you did the show because I've been literally screaming on this Instagram page for five months what the fuck you been doing yeah no and and it's crazy like it looks it honestly seems like a bit of a like black mirror episode where it's just like this is what we're doing during pandemic. And it, it's like, ah, oh, do we really need to do this? <laughs> the answer is no, but thank you for giving Jenna and I a hobby because 
God, <laughs> if we have to just like assume what people are doing anymore, we're going to get sent to like an institution. Um, so what we learn pretty early on is, you know, they, we learn about the COVID protocol. We learn that Claire's been accepted as bachelorette. She's super excited. And then we sort of learn that her mom is in a care facility um, because she has dementia or Alzheimer's. Um, and she's talking about how difficult it's been to be in quarantine while her mom's going through something and she can't visit her um, because like nobody can see people who are like that high risk or like mm -hmm. elderly or like their loved ones in that way. Um, and then they sort of announce that they're, um, I, I honestly find it kind of rude and overwhelming the way that they announce that Claire's going to be the bachelorette because it's like, oh, you have two days to prepare. Uh, get ready to not talk to your mom anymore yeah. in the ways that you can. You have three days to basically like decide yes or no on this. So they announce they're going to go to a resort. They give her a couple of days to prepare and wait for her testing to come back, um, showing that she's in the clear and that the men that she's potentially going to be seeing are in the clear as yeah. well. Yeah, they go through the whole thing. And I, I mean... Yeah, I'm glad they tested as much as they did. It, I mean, like I said before in a previous episode, like they technically do it. They fucking do the damn thing. Technically, no one gets sick, and I, I hate to give them any kind of credit, but you know they were one of the first shows to go back into production, and ugh, hachi machi. They did it right. Question. Yeah, crap. What? But like, should any of this been done? But like you said, well, I can't, I can't keep just doing like conspiracy theories on Instagram anymore. I'm going to get the account reported and I need something I've reported else to do. The account. <laughs> I'm just like, Jenna, you're full of shit. My God. <laughs> Not anymore. Cause I pooped. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so, like, after that, uh, we see her go to La Quinta, um, we see all, of, we see a bunch of, like, you know, like, the men behind the scenes or whatever, mm -hmm. like, like, sort of, like, what happened when, like, Grocery Joe was on, to where we get to see them and get to know them a little bit better, but that doesn't necessarily mean they get to stay on the season. Mm -hmm. Um... Did you have a favorite? We, I mean, I loved when they were jumping on the bed and then Yosef hit his head because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, that that man died that night. <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been a Yosef here since June 21st, 2020. <laughs> no, I, like, before we got fully introduced to everybody coming out of the limo, I, like, did not have a favorite, but I did mm -hmm. take notes about one person. Um who his name is Bennett. Oh yeah. Um, and the only reason I like wrote him down was because he high key lays out that he's a Harvard graduate and he brings up emotional intelligence. And I just want to say like from here on out justice for Taylor Nolan, because this guy fucking sucks mm -hmm. and he doesn't get anything. And he straight up in his episode is wearing like, a Batman villain scarf 
like a rich piece of shit and Taylor did nothing like that and no one is gonna bully him as hard as they bullied Taylor Nolan and Taylor deserves better she does I'm sending him to elitist jail which is really just a a reformation program like you need to figure out something else to do with your time because I don't believe in jail like go away just leave us please leave us alone Bennett no thank you I think we called it last Bennett that Oh my god, Bennett that goes to Harvard? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, die. Yeah. If you name your kid Bennett and you're rich, you know exactly what you're doing. And I hate you for it. Just so you know, you're gonna solicit death threats to your children if you name them (laughs) Bennett and plan on sending them to Harvard. (laughs) Isn't that the guy's name? Isn't Bennett the guy's name from uh, Legally Blonde? Yes! Uh, Yes. Fuck you, Bennett. Fuck you all, Bennett's. You disgusting pigs. You will never get a career in law. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) So then we go to like the guy's limo exits, which are amazing. And I want to say this now. Direct quote. I put it in all caps. I put it in the biggest font I could find. Direct quote. Where it says, before the guy's limo exits, I'm a woman that knows what I want and I follow my gut. I can pick my husband out the second I meet him. Guess what, bitches? It's gonna come back later. (laughs) Like, trying not to scream into the microphone because Jenna has to edit this and I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, But I'm squeaming. It was like, you fucking boss-ass bitch. Yes, I mean, you're she's dumb and I don't know. I don't know if I fully... I don't know if I fully buy into love at first sight, but like, I think that she does. And I think that she believes it in a lot of ways. So I'm sorry. If you saw he who will be named in 30 seconds, uh, (laughs) wouldn't you be like, yeah, I have this weird ability where I'm like, uh, I'm in love. (laughs) Cause I think I, I, I think I have that ability. If I saw, if I saw that man. I think I would really be like into it and I would definitely want to like I don't know have sex but like (laughs) I'm just such a sad I'm just like a sad sack I just like don't believe in love why am I watching this show (laughs) what's wrong with me yeah we okay therapy is now just you paying me to have a conversation (laughs) because what the hell (laughs) Danica why don't I believe in love anymore (laughs) Oh my god, it's almost like um, this franchise has ruined everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my ex-husband. Anyway, so yeah, the limo <laughs> exits honestly yeah. were pretty fun. They were pretty chill. They weren't too, you know, like, I mean, I feel like we're probably just like a little bit of, we're just starved for anything, right? Because this is probably mm-hmm. like a boring episode, but we're just like, oh my god, a guy came out of the limo. That was so cool. You know what's weird? There were no, um, like, penguins, no dolphins. Mm-hmm. There were no, like, costume costumes. Yeah, yeah, like, really, like, outlandish ones. There was the guy in the knight in shining armor, but... Oh, was, right. But he didn't stay in it, you know, like a dolphin or penguin of our, you know... Yacht. Yeah, he, like, took all his clothes off. I saw his whole, whole penis. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we got a special, um, special cut of the bachelorette, y'all. <laughs> they sent yeah, us the special, special penis alert. <laughs> that one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it starts off just like, <laughs> sorry, I'm. I love it. Goofing off. Um, <laughs> the first guy out of the limo, whose name is Ben, asks her to take a deep breath with him. And I was just like, sir. We are living during COVID-19. Don't ask anyone to breathe on or around you. I'm tired. Like, read the room. <laughs> read it. You illiterate, please. Sir. Jester. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and then there were just, there were so many, like, I feel like everyone was good. There were just, like, so many, like, goofy guys. Like, there was a guy that was, like, literally nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing high waters, and we were just like, you're hot, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, what is going on with you? Um, there was that guy, Jason, that pretended to be pregnant. I liked that. Um, I liked that. That was like, you know, yeah, that was I, like... I, yeah, that was a throwback to Claire's original season, because yeah. she was pretending to be pregnant. And he was like, I'm willing to hold the weight of this relationship, um whatever and I thought that was cute and then he ended up being like the weirdest guy I yeah. feel like later on yeah they always are um, we had we get Kenny who yeah or you mean Waboom yes Kenny who is uh Waboom Jr um he was like a boy band manager and he like ripped his jacket open and was like these are your dogs and she was touching his chest and I was just like please for the love of God send this man home today there was the guy that brought her flip flops Mm -hmm. who clearly has a foot fetish that makes me upset um there was the guy that came in a station wagon he was like I brought all of my supplies uh which basically just looked like an an ironing board (laughs) and he he had the Matthew McConaughey accent, though. Yeah, but he, for me, that, oh, well, go ahead. Hmm? Oh, he, he's gonna get sent home. Oh, yeah, but no, for me, Most it was time. like a, um, it was like an homage, a unfortunate homage to Garrett, Yegorian, Garrett Gunn, because Garrett <laughs> Gunn came to his limo night in a minivan full of snacks and shit. And he's like, I'm here for the right reasons. I'm a down home, good guy kind of vibe. And I'm here for it. And like, we know, luckily we know Claire is not going to pick this man, but like, I was like, I was triggered heavily. I was like, Oh no, Garrett no. Gunn, number two, because it turns out this guy, Tyler C is a little bit of a dick, dick bag. Who knew? Who who would have thought that Tyler is a fucking asshole? (laughs) Who would have ever thought? Uh, We're gonna lose followers. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Oh, so so sorry. (laughs) Um, Then we have like Bennett, who we talked about earlier, who's the shitty Harvard guy. Mm -hmm. That scarf has to burn in hell. Like I I have. I've not seen anything like that in a while. 
I'm sorry, sir. It was like a big, long white scarf. And I'm like, sir, did you not know that there is a toilet paper shortage right now with COVID? That is showing off. Okay. I don't need Mm -hmm. you to put toilet paper around your neck and walk around like you're too good for me. I need it. Let me wipe my ass with it. Yeah. Toilet? You say toilet? Toilet? Toilet paper. Toilet? Toilet? (laughs) Yeah, toilet. Toilet. You said, no, you said toilet. (laughs) That's perfect. I love it. I know that this difference exists between us and I will never hold it against you. I will never mention it again. I don't believe you. Ever again in this podcast. (laughs) Do not believe you. (laughs) Okay, so um, now we have Blake M. There's two Blakes. Um, Actually, Jenna and I were texting earlier today. Mm -hmm. And Jenna was texting me about Blake. And I just, I haven't learned these people's names yet. So when Jenna texts me about a Blake, I'm assuming it's DJ Blake, awful man, and horseman, <laughs> horseman, and it it wasn't for once. And she was talking about the guy with the bad beard. And yeah, discovered today that Bachelor Nation loves him. And I just, like, I want to hear a little bit about how you feel about how everyone else feels. Because my opinion when I saw him was just, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hard no. No. Um, All of us, we were, like, no. And I feel like even last week with Jamie King, thanks again, Jamie King, shout out to you. She was, like, no. We liked his bio, of course. He's he's like a volunteer with animals, blah de blah de blah. Um, but like the beard, and hey, I like some facial hair. Do not get me wrong. This beard goes out a good three inches longer than it should, and it's like pointy, and it's like, what is he hiding? And then it goes down on his neck, and again, you're like, what are you hiding? And there's just something about his overall look, like, and he almost looks like too sweet you know mm-hmm. like he's the kind of guy that's just gonna be too sweet and like bring you ice cream because he saw on your instagram story that you were having a bad day but you're like not even really friends with him so he's gonna like bring you a pint of ice cream anyway and he's gonna be like oh i just saw that you were having a rough day so i thought i'd bring you ice cream you're like i didn't like even talk to you you know mm-hmm. like that's, there's like that vibe to him again not saying he's a bad guy but when i saw the in, the reactions online last night everyone's like we must protect Blake M from like, you know, Bachelor Nation. He's, he's our one true soft boy. And I'm just like, mm, okay. I feel a little bit like, um, who was that guy on Listen to Your Fart? <laughs> Sheridan. Was, Sheridan. Yeah. I was not into Sheridan and you were, mm-hmm. and it was really confusing to me. And I um, considered leaving the podcast permanently. <laughs> Um, but I am I am glad you brought up the hypocrisy of my Sheridan crush. The thing is, Sheridan, he makes it work with the long hair, you know. And then also there was like zero other guys to like on that show. Yeah. So I I was like my hands were tied. Like I had to like Sheridan. And currently there are other men on this show that I can like other than Blake Moines. 
I get it. I get yeah. it. But we we did get people who are already calling us out for a hard take on Blake Moines, but we did get some Instagram messages from people agreeing with us. So we have some true some true fans that are willing to take whatever stand we are taking and stand by us. <laughs> I am who is like okay, like I am fine with people like I, I think he seems nice. Mm-hmm. I will give that to him. Am I attracted to him? No. Do I want him to end up with Claire? Honestly, no. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think Claire deserves something else, different. He reminds me a little bit of, um, who's the murderer? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Chris? Mm. Oh, Randone. Goose? Oh, no, he's not a murderer. Oh. Uh, no, um... Fuck, he was a bachelor. I can't remember what his name oh, is. Oh, Souls. Chris knows Chris Souls. Souls, yeah. He reminds me a little bit of that. And it's just like, it's honestly, re- really, my opinion would be totally different if he would just grow out the mustache mm-hmm. and trim the beard. Mm-hmm. It would make me feel so completely different about him. Until then, I'm, I'm just on the fence about him. I think he's nice, though. Yeah, yeah. He gave me, he gave me like a like warm, fuzzy feeling that I wanted to stay away from last <laughs> night. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And I'm here for it. And I think I'm going to put that in the podcast or the, the Instagram as like a clip from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking iconic. Um, <laughs> Just like, I can't imagine like having sex with that person. You know what I mean? Like I... And I do imagine, I try to imagine it with every person. And he's not one of them that I can make it work with. I'm a whore and I can't do it with him. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm sitting here like calculating like, oh, are they, are they saying the right thing? Are they actually being authentic? Are they playing by the rules? And you're like, mm, I don't think I could fuck them. <laughs> at all like even if I was like drunk on rosé like I don't think I could do it yeah no like Andrew and I have been having rosé all day and I'm like you know what I watched it again and can't Mm -hmm. imagine fucking Blake (laughs) could you fuck the old Blake though no (laughs) disgusting oh my god was did you send me a picture of him with it was like old Blake with Blake's beard. I did. I like was trying to figure out what the fuck that was because like, I was in like in the middle of a work meeting and I saw it and I was just like, this is a cursed image. I don't know what it is. I hate it. I think I'll post it on the Instagram because I didn't share it with anybody yet, but it's pretty special. Yeah. It's awful. It's, yes. awful. it's awful special. <laughs> All right. Blake Longbeard and... uh Oh, we just have to, we have to get through some of these guys. Let's just like, oh man, we'll pick some good ones to talk about. Okay, so um, one of the things we should talk about is Easy, who bursts through with a "Your Future Husband" sign. He is one of the most charming people yeah. I think I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right after that, Jay comes out with a straight jacket um you know what we're a queer friendly community so like 
you know what? I think this is allowed and this is kinky and awesome, but also I'm scared of you grow up. <laughs> like, <laughs> and also I think all of the men, uh, period should be required to wear straight jackets. Cause I don't trust any of them to be honest. <laughs> I don't want them to touch me. <laughs> like, don't, I, I don't even want them to, I don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Disgusting. But I also hate it. I really hated that he did that. I feel like that was just weird and like uh, yeah, I want to know what the intention was behind that. Because Other than being yeah. ableist or I mean yeah. yeah. Mentally ill person here. Uh that's my costume. Thank you. <laughs> Don't take my my um my culture. Um <laughs> So let's see here. Uh, Damar comes in wearing a skydiving outfit. I've fallen for you already. That's pretty cute. All the men are dumb idiots because they think that he actually did skydive into uh, the resort, which is, oh my God, they're all fucking stupid. I can't. I can't. Um, Zach J comes. Um, wait, oh God. Actually, this is great. So he comes in. He's just this tall, random white guy. No one who gives a fuck, right? And he gets on his hands, his on his knee, and he's gonna propose to Claire. He's been waiting his entire life for this moment. Pulls out a box and then he opens it, and it's this little person mooning, little like figurine mooning Claire, and then it farts. I literally, I feel like I looked at Andrew and I was like, "You fucking idiot! How have you not figured this out yet?" Uh, I like Zach J with no Zach J with no eyebrows figured this out before you did. I'm sick. I'm sick. (laughs) No, it like both of us were laughing so hard yesterday, and like we when we saw it again, we were just like, it's brilliant. I can't. Oh, I actually will ever top it. I actually found out where you could buy that on Amazon, so I'm gonna send it to Andrew. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and then we basically get Dale. Dale. Dale shows up. Oh. Dale is magic. I will never stop screaming about this moment. He is the most handsome person I've ever seen in my life. Like, can you imagine a more perfect looking person? Honestly, not by much. I mean, it's hard to top Mike Johnson for me. Um, you got me his book for my birthday and I just like look it's back there and I just like look at it every morning as I put my makeup on yeah. and I and I wish I could be pretty enough for Mike Johnson. Um and I'm pretty, but I'm not like I, I, he'll never marry me. But maybe if I read all of his book and I figure out how to love myself properly, he can love me. Anyway, um no Dale's handsome as hell. No, he's like he's he's an angel boy. It's in this moment was really beautiful this is the moment we've all been like honestly waiting for for like fucking months and he walks up and it's just like I mean I got chills you're just like fuck wow and they both like look at each other and they like are so awkward and he picks it's like this nervous like beautiful energy where it's like I'm into you from what I've seen from you so far and it's just like I want to learn more mm-hmm. like energy. It's nervous, wonderful vibes. I love it. And um, so this goes back to what Claire said at the beginning 
when she was like, um, I'm a woman that knows what I want and I follow my gut. I can pick my husband the second I meet him. And so like after all of this happens, she like meets him for a little bit. It's not like the most like dynamic experience, but you can tell she's so excited and like so like attracted to him. And um, she like freaks out to the point where like Chris Harrison comes out to talk to her just be like hey you good and um she is like I knew it I I definitely just met my husband I'm shaking I felt everything that I haven't felt ever before um and then she's like talking to Chris and she's like I've been doing this for a while or wait no was it yeah she's talking yeah. To Chris and she, you're the first person that stood here and said I just found my husband Mm -hmm. yeah well and so like when he said that you and I looked at each other and we had a moment of just like is that true is she the first one who's ever said it like in that specific moment and I argued that she was probably the first one that said it literally standing there during like limo exits and Danica Mm -hmm. was um apt to bring up that like obviously plenty of patch past bachelorettes have been like I think I just met my husband like he's definitely here but they I don't ever see them doing it like at the limo part but I mean maybe it's happened before and this is the first time they're showing us this it was it I loved the moment but I also was like taken back by Chris like inserting himself and part of me want part of me is I'm having a hard time not thinking it's staged on some level you know like part of it's yeah you know I don't know I think part of it is part of the reason that we're thinking that too is because we know something else is going to happen Mm -hmm. um so they have to sort of like rush this Mm -hmm. timeline they do um so like we know Rachel night one knew that Brian was going to be her partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew the same thing with, you know, Caitlin and Sean when they were mm-hmm. together and like a lot of like the bachelorettes, cause men don't know anything and mm-hmm. they're never getting it right the first time. But um, these people knew, but this moment didn't happen until tonight. But I think based on what we're kind of guessing it like all of this has to wrap up within like two to three episodes yeah so we're getting that moment where she's like that's my guy Mm -hmm. but do you think do you think that the production knew and thus kind of edged chris to go in there to stop her and, and and instead of just like letting her film that moment or do you think in general past bachelorettes have said something like that and he's always come in to kind of like have that moment and they just showed it to us for the first time kind of like you know they always have those after um after happy happy couple vacations and they film them all the time but we didn't know they were filming them until we finally saw the like Ari breakup with Becca you know and we were like wait a second you guys have been filming this the whole time um <laughs> and so I just yeah, I think, wonder about that you know I think it's hard to say yeah, um for sure I don't I don't know 
obviously. Um, Come on, Danica, go deep, deep into the pit with me. <laughs> listen, no, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, girl, you're crazy. But answer, um, answer this one thing. Do you think they had contact before? From what Claire said, no, they did not. Yeah. Because the only person who Claire said they had contact with was Bad Beard. <laughs> um, but it's hard, it's hard to think that they didn't have any contact before the show. Right. Yeah. I think something. But also, like, it's easy to believe that if we are to subscribe to whatever they're thinking... Or like they're whatever they're telling us that um, she never met Dale, but just fell in love with Dale immediately because I fell in love with Dale immediately. It's true. It's yeah. it's not like if if someone were to say like she fell in love with Beard Guy before, you know, like I I would be like that doesn't make any fucking sense because look at this man. <laughs> good point but like dale makes sense (laughs) yeah yeah no that's a good point okay yeah i like that um well let us know what you guys think all our followers (laughs) (laughs) somebody roast me in the comments i i haven't had a good (laughs) roasting in a long time um and then um but yeah but i mean like as you later talk about i mean her and dale have a great conversation and they are like so fucking beautiful together Mm -hmm. um so she has a conversation with dale where she's um talking about how she's like been looking forward to the whole process but also like dealing with like the guilt of like leaving her mom alone um talking what like being in quarantine is like being separated physically from like the people that she loves and cares about and he shares something similar, like his sister has underlying health issues that he is not able to like spend as much time with her. Um, he talks about her beautiful energy. I don't know why I'm like hating on Claire right now. I think I'm just like jealous because <laughs> I want attention from this specific man. Um, um, but she's talking about like everything feels so natural with him there's like butterflies I feel like just like natural being with him I'm big on energy and vibes and we seem to have like those things that just like work together and like it's so clear that they were also like smitten you know he kind of like leans in and gives her a kiss at one point and then she like is like giggling and like losing her mind and then she's like no no wait let's kiss and then she kind of like goes in and it's super awkward but like really fucking cute like that's the kind of kiss I would want for my like you know future partner yeah and he has his teeth um (laughs) I I need to go to therapy about my obsession with teeth (laughs) it's it's getting a little bit out of control Every time you bring it up, I'm like, oh my God, I talked about it again, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) The teeth, the teeth. But his teeth are so wonderful. Like I talked to Andrew about it today and then Andrew was like, what do you think about my teeth? And I was like, Andrew, I think your teeth are fine. This is not what I want to talk about right now. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to talk about Dale's teeth or Mike's teeth. (laughs) So there are lots of other like little dates there. We have Joe who does origami 
Um, Jason, I love Joe. Sorry. I just got to say, I love Joe. I do love Joe. I think cute, very adorable. And then there's Jason who says, this is the most beautiful woman I've seen since my mother who I wanted to throw in the toilet immediately. I literally, I wrote it down word for word because I was like shocked when I heard it again. Um, I want to talk about uh, Yosef's bone structure because he looks like an anime villain. He is an anime villain. That's it. That's it. No comment. No, no more comments. Um, And so like, that's basically the end of Claire meeting everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and then at that point, now we have some drama. Ooh, drama, drama. It's it's nothing. Um, Tyler and Yosef. I'm trying to figure out if they're from the same town or if just somebody messaged Tyler to be like, Yosef messaged me and this is the tea. Um, but I I got the feeling the second time I watched it that they don't know each other or are not from the same town yeah and then just somebody was like saying anything to anyone yeah probably yeah um so somebody sent a message to tyler that was like um certain people who have been cast on the show are dming me and (laughs) flirting with me during quarantine (laughs) who fucking cares Mm -hmm. who fucking cares um tyler brings this to yosef night one because he's an idiot and he does not know how to bide his time on the show um yosef when they're talking so tyler's talking about how yosef might have been flirting with somebody before all of this is going on he's not taking it serious you know yeah and so yeah clearly him flirting sorry sorry Claire, clearly clearly did everyone hear that clearly um <laughs> he's just like not taking this relationship seriously even though it's been six months since quarantine started like shut up man like whatever and uh, um yosef who i also would like to say like i don't agree with him either Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i also do not agree with tyler like this is bullshit i think they both should have gone home Mm -hmm. Uh, but yosef says i get what you're saying and i totally understand that but i don't remember flirting with this person (laughs) stupid it's stupid dumb shit and they both decide there's no substance to these claims and then yosef talks to claire and is just like you know what Tyler told me that he was going to tattle on me. So therefore I'm going to tattle on myself because I'm a stupid piece of shit. (laughs) And then Claire goes to pick up Tyler C so they can just resolve the situation. I just gotta say, I just gotta say, I'm really glad he eventually, spoiler, gets kicked off because I don't think I could handle an entire season of us having to say the words Tyler C again. It's too soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. And I don't wanna, I don't wanna further clarify like Tyler C, but Matthew McConaughey. Like, I can't do it. No. 
We can't. Um, yeah, so she brings him over and she sits his ass down and then she's like, hey, so Tyler C, um, Yosef just told me that you were going to tattle and tell me some shit. You want to be a big boy and tell me what it is? And he like stammers and tells her and she's like, Yosef, is this true? Um, and he's like, what did he say? Uh, Yosef, he just says, I, I think I like that he's, I feel like he's dragging my name through the mud and just trying to make a mess of this. And like, I don't, he doesn't really even deny it because like, it's true. Here's the thing I saw some screenshots from Reality Steve. It's true. Homeboy's been texting people. But the thing Who is, cares, they, though? Yeah, they all probably, they, they all didn't know if they were going back on the show. You know, there was like a good three or four months where they didn't know you know, 100% if they're going back on the show. Plus, if they had COVID or something and they tested net positive, they wouldn't even go on the show. So, like, I don't give a fuck that Yosef is doing that. What I give a fuck about Yosef is that he looks like a villain and he smells like a villain and he also <laughs> follows Trump and posts photos with a fucking MAGA guy from New York City, like, last week. Like, that's why we should be mad at Yosef. But I digress. No, you don't digress. No, I don't digress. At all. <laughs> Let me tell you more. <laughs> and so, like, after this happens, um, she's talking to the man who I'm referring to as Ugly Blake, because there's two Blakes this season. Mm-hmm. Ugly Blake is Beard Blake mm-hmm. to me. Okay, great. Um, he was apparently the only guy who had reached out to her during quarantine. <laughs> and, um, there's like a do not contact rule apparently which, which apparently now exists in bachelor nation who knows what it was like before because like um, colton, colton and tia reached out to each other beforehand so mm. these people are wild um and also like she's fully aware that he violated the dnc but it's not worth suing him like I'm confused about what Bachelor Nation is willing to sue over and Mm -hmm. not sue over. But, I I mean, they did sue Luke, so congrats. (laughs) Yeah, everyone. that money. We should just mention it. Everyone's been DMing me. Um, uh, Luke Puke, um, also known as Luke P, uh, got sued from Bachelor, the powers that be for talking shit about the franchise and and somebody put it in our dms very perfectly um sucks to suck yeah thank (laughs) you olivia (laughs) olivia has done all of the hard work in this franchise to be honest (laughs) i love it um yeah like i do think it's interesting i think to me if i'm going to go back down into the pit and also first of all i should give credit where credit is due the pit has been coined by the fabulous podcast Game of Roses. If you all aren't listening to it, I definitely recommend listening to it. Um, but they refer to like this deep level conspiracy um, kind of obsession of The Bachelor as the pit. And I am obviously fucking deep in it. Um, but I think they showed us this scene because they wanted us to like believe that Claire would tell us if she had obviously talked to Dale or somebody else because she's mm. willing to tell us about talking to Blake Beardman. And so to me, that's a producer ploy to get us to just like believe that Claire has not talked to Dale. Mm. And there you go. Yeah, so she's talking to 
to ugly Blake and she's like the fact that you risked not coming on the show during a time that I was struggling meant everything to me mm-hmm. um and then after she talks to ugly Blake she um gives out the first impression rose <laughs> which um obviously you fucking idiots and stupid bitches goes to a Dale like uh, have you seen the man my god um who the fuck else is it supposed to go to i don't care if ugly blake is nice like shut up um, we are gonna get so canceled um fuck everyone loves this man why i don't know no i want a i want okay bachelor nation i want a 2000 word essay about why this man is worth my time I, I will not accept anything else. I'm sick of it. <laughs> yes, make sure that's on our desk by Monday. Um, so yeah, she p- gives Dale the rose because of course she does. And um, and it was a very good moment, of course, of like all the men kind of realizing even then that they lost this game. Like, <laughs> they're just like, hey, we've watched The Bachelorette enough to know that most bachelorettes, the person they give their first impression rose to is usually the one they pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll find out who Taisha gives her first impression rose to. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh my god. We'll get to we'll get to that trailer in a second. Um so roses are given to Blake Beardman, Easy, Ben, Riley, Zach J, Tyler S, Joe, Jason, Damar, Chasen, Jordan C, Blake Monar. We I don't know who he is. Um Kenny Brendan. Garen, Ed, Bennett, Zaxi, Jay, Brandon, Ivan, and Yosef. And I absolutely hate that sentence. Um, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> God. That's horrible. Both um, the Blakes make it through. Blake M's are yeah. just here to stay. So many Blakeys. So yeah. Um, Jenna and I are trying to figure out if next week is going to be the last week that we see um, Claire or if we're going to have a three-weeker. I don't, Um, I just genuinely don't know. I just genuinely don't know. So let us know if you have any insight on how long we're going to see Claire. I mean, I think the preview shows us a lot of Claire interacting with different men. But I was also like, you know, sometimes they do, they do like two one-on-one dates and a group date in one week. So that could just be all footage from next week, but then there also, that wouldn't give us enough time for her to show us like all her love for Dale. So I think minimum of two more episodes with Claire before mm-hmm. we get the switch. Um, so I want to, I want to know um, people's opinions about who's going to be the asshole like the one that's just like you old ass bitch <laughs> uh like why are you even here or whatever you know what i'm saying like the one yeah. that's been in the previews for a while it's yeah. one of the white guys no surprise there <laughs> so yeah definitely let us know on that um let's see here oh right before we started recording it was announced that ashley and jp are divorcing what do you know them do you remember them no. <laughs> <laughs> I I heard Ashley and immediately went to Ashley I. No, sorry. Ashley Rosenbaum Herbert 
and JP. They were um, from a long time ago. Rosenbaum Herbert? Yeah. I mean, that's a cursed name. They were never meant to be. Um, and JP and her were, um, one of the, like, they were, like, the second bachelor wedding I think we got where they, like, did the whole, like, fanfare and they had Chris Harrison officiate the wedding. This was, like, before, um, God, what was his name? What was his fucking name? What was his goddamn name? Uh, oh, Ben Flagenic. Ben Flagenic. Um, Blynn Flajanic as The Bachelor. He what the was, hell are you talking about? <laughs> he, he was on Ashley's season of The Bachelorette and she, he lost to this JP guy. And JP and Ashley were like darlings and we all loved them. And it's pretty a sad day for Bachelor Nation that they are divorcing. However, word has it, um, she might be a QAnon person and I <laughs> have a screenshot of her following Trump. And so, I don't know. I'm not saying that's what it is, but you know cool we love we we love uh q anons <laughs> we love to see q anon moms i absolutely love that you're like i don't even know who this bitch is <laughs> <laughs> fuck this bitch who is she she doesn't go here um <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny okay well y'all that was like that was the first episode <laughs> somehow that was the first episode like it doesn't feel done it doesn't feel done right um I don't really have much else to say about Claire specifically um yeah she just knows she just knows I mean I, I guess we'll just say like our we're I'm excited to see how it plays out um I'm genuinely interested you know um I know I'm gonna hate a lot of it but I'm also just like I do I want to see it through and I'm um, excited for whatever Tasha is going to bring because they obviously teased us last night and at the very last second there's a limo that pulls up and the door opens and they do not show us anything but we know I hope for Tasha's sake that she comes in early enough to where if they're not kind enough to bring everybody back that there are enough good guys <laughs> that she gets to choose from god what if they bring back tyler c no no god do you think she's also gonna like blake beard oh god Ew, what it. if they what if they bring back jpj just to have an opinion like who cares oh yuck. no i hate it yuck um no thank you um so yeah everybody just like uh stay you know stay stay golden pony boy no i'm not even sure i'm fucking drunk y'all <laughs> Stay tuned. It's Wednesday night. It's Wednesday night. Um, but thank you so much for like joining um, us on this like journey through Claire's love journey. Um, we're excited to do this oh season. God. We're going to be recording Wednesday nights. And as we put out on our Instagram, if you um, want to send us your thoughts and feelings, um, we have a space for that. There's all the information on the on the Instagram for that. And again, we really want to thank Jamie King for coming on last week. That was amazing. If you haven't listened mm -hmm. to the episode, please do. Uh, make sure you rate and review us if you haven't already. Everyone's been doing, everyone's been like shouting us out so much this week. We love you all so much. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Um, unless you're one of those bitches. <laughs> and also, um, Never mind. I don't remember what I was going to say. Mm. Mm. Oh, what a strong ending. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, what, God, what were you going to say? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I literally can't remember. Fuck me. I love it. Well, it wasn't important. <laughs> this podcast is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid fucking podcast. Stupid fucking podcast. What a great sign off. I think that should be it at the end of every week. Stupid fucking podcast. Hey y'all, it's Jenna. I just wanted to jump back on because we were drunk losers and didn't really key up the last segment of our podcast, which is the date card pod voices segment. Um, It's something that we're starting this season where uh, we're going to reserve a segment at the end of the podcast every week where we're going to air recordings from underrepresented voices in Bachelor Nation, and we're just going to let them have a space where they can freely and openly talk about their thoughts, opinions, experiences as members of Bachelor Nation, and, you know, just speak to many issues, diversity and otherwise. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Go ahead and listen up for the first edition of Claire's season and we love you. Thank you. Hi guys, it's Shanice for the millionth time and I just want to tell you guys I love you very much and rant for a second. I am tired. Like why is that preview bugging me so much of Dale and the guys trying to make him into a villain? The editing trying to make him into a villain. That bothers me like crazy. But the first episode is a good one. There wasn't as much drama. So I've seen a lot of people say it was boring. Because all of the other premieres, we have in lots of drama. So I get it. But I'm excited to see what we have in store for the rest of the season. I'm excited for Claire to find her person. I'm excited for my girl Taisha to find her person. She is just the nicest person ever. Like, I wish everyone got a chance to know the nice and the sweetest and most amazing side of Taisha there is because she is amazing but this season I can tell with all the drama it's going to be a good one and Clara said in interviews that she didn't quit so they need to stop running with that narrative that she quit and left for Dale I'm excited to see their love story I'm rooting for them and thank you guys for always giving us a voice and an opportunity to send our thoughts with you welcome back date card pod we love you thank you for listening to date card pod make sure you're following us on social media on instagram we are date card pod on twitter we are date card podcast you can email us at datecardthepodcast at gmail and make sure you're following your hosts danica is at drunk feminist on instagram and Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready. Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone.
Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.